What type of games being played? How's it going down? It's all to the storm that I got to know now. Is you with me or what? Then I expect to get me in the hundreds. Cause hundreds wanna give me the... I'm politicking with Hello, this chicken. Hello and welcome to The Stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is John Carlo Altuve, a.k.a. Johnny Tudos. And joining me as always... The Criterion Nigerian. It's not our Samara. What's that, Johnny Boy? You still alive? You with us? I'm still alive. I'm not feeling great. <laughs> I'm very tired. I had my second shot today, and we're recording this hours before this episode is supposed to post. So let's see how that goes. But now, we don't have a lot of time to diddle, and we have less time to data. We have a guest today. His name is Sean Darrow. <laughs> I'm so not a huge bees. fan of being introduced in the midst of diddling or daddling. That seems fair. That seems more than fair. Sean, how the heck you doing, man? Doing well. How you guys doing? Thanks Sexy. for having me for the third time. This is exciting times. The returning champion. Killing it. <laughs> it's a dynasty uh, at this point, Sean. It really is. This is episode 51 of the stream. The Ichiro Suzuki episode. The Randy Johnson episode, baby. I'm the black Randy and, Johnson. Uh, Bernie Williams episode, most importantly. You gotta vote and, for him. Uh, the man who's very close to my heart, former New York Islander Franz Nielsen. Everyone's favorite. We were all thinking it. You just said it, John. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And today's episode, we're going to be reviewing the uh, 2003 film Cradle to the Grave. And in our buffering segment, we will be doing a draft of our favorite uh, hip hop and R&B songs to be uh, originating from a motion picture soundtrack. Nice and easy. (laughs) I wish I could shake my head with my voice. Uh, before we get into this, guys, obviously we're doing this episode in honor of DMX, who unfortunately passed away recently, and um, uh, I just wanted to like briefly just talk like uh, about DMX and what you guys uh, like. I, I, I'm still like kind of in shock about. It. I was obviously a big DMX fan, and he was a very original uh, voice, and uh, it's, it's just uh, it's kind of a big loss. He was actually kind of an underrated actor too. Definitely an underrated actor, and shout out to Earl Simmons. December 18th, 1970 to April 9th, 2021. Sad stuff. Yeah, I completely... The the day after the announcement that he had passed away, I just was playing, like, random DMX songs. And I forgot how many, like... Yeah. It's not, not even just bangers, those club bangers, exactly. Just good no, songs. No, like, songs I know every word to that I probably haven't heard in, you know, 10 years or whatever. But, yeah, R.I.P. Legend. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a shame we lost him too young. It's uh, that whole, like... When he first reported that you know he went to the hospital, that was, you just you just felt it was going to come any moment. You were going to get that message, and it's just uh, it's a shame that we lost him. Uh, I really, really, really do enjoy a lot of his a lot of his work. So, uh, shouts out to Earl Simmons. Uh, any Nader, yeah. What were you going to say? Go ahead. I was going to say if you guys remember the first DMX song you heard. That's all. Oh man, get at me, dog. I was I was on it right away. The first one, yeah. That tunnel, that tunnel banger video. Wow, well, what's the what's his joint with Ja Rule? That would have been the first one for me. Am I thinking of? Uh, and Jay Z. Yeah, exactly. Is that on the, the Belly soundtrack? It's the song that from the band that they thought was gonna happen that never did. That goddamn XXL oh. cover that never came to be. It doesn't matter. What? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they called themselves something. It was like the commission. I think that was it. DMX, Ja Rule. It's it's, it's, it's Murda, first of all, introducing (laughs) 
Murder Inc. Ja, ja Rule, Jay Z, and DMX. Yeah. Man, that did not go down the way they thought it did. <laughs> no, replace uh, everybody with... else with Irv Gotti. And yes. <laughs> and, and Ashanti. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jay Z is now Ashanti. You got it. Uh, mine is definitely Rough Riders Anthem, was definitely the first song uh. I heard. Uh, I remember that music video really well. And uh, also, as you guys probably guessed at this point, this is a movie podcast. <laughs> as long as as long as Sean accepts that his best performance is Belly, otherwise it's a Sean's got to get out of here podcast. No, it's hundred percent. Well, we're about close. to talk about another one of his performances, so we'll it's, see it's, how it goes. It definitely is we watched movie. Exit Wounds. Take it away, John. Hold on, I got I got I got one for you. Okay, hey Nodder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Give me the stones, you fat cracker motherfucker. We watched Cradle to the Grave. Who are you? Taiwanese intelligence. What are you, some type of kung fu James Bond? What's this all about? I know him. We can help each other. This guy's in on everything that goes down in this town. And he has an army. What is it with these stones? The stones are not what you think they are. The no-gun policy is no longer in effect. DMX is an incredible father, but he also has a fucked up day job. Gabriel Union only got one jacket. That's a bummer. Jet Li is here. He don't talk that much, but he be on them rooftops. Drop into another rooftop. Drop into another rooftop. Drop into another rooftop. I'm in your house like a cat burglar. Uh-oh, those fish have human beings inside them. Just walked in. Tap, tap. Floor's wet. Gross, nasty. What? New World Order. Hiroshima Times. What? You tripping. Oh, you in a wheelchair? Not anymore. Now I'm in a helicopter. Jet Li, get off that wheel. Ooh, ring of fire. Cradle to the grave. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, I know. I'm, I hit my stride. I'm I back in the won. game. That legitimately might be your best one. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, jeez. So we watched the uh, 2003 heist action film, uh, <laughs> Cradle to the Grave, directed by Andrzej Barkatowski. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's very Polish. He directed um, Exit Wounds and uh, Romeo Must Die. Uh, so he's uh, he likes to work with Jet Li and DMX. And Tom and, Arnold and Anthony Anderson. And Tom Arnold and Anthony Anderson. Uh, so I hadn't seen this movie probably since the mid-2000s, and uh, I did not enjoy this film, y'all. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, it's, uh, Sean, I'm get with, your mans! No! I'm with John on this ah, one. Yeah, no! yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, there's some fun action wow. scenes in it, but it's pretty. It's a pretty rough watch. Wow. I enjoyed it was this kinda... movie so much. Oh. <laughs> no, take it away, well, Sean. Talk to Well, no, I, I just, it was kind of missing everything I like in a good movie. <laughs> there, <laughs> there, there was no uh, backstory on any single character. You mm-hmm. just kind of got to roll Weird with Weird for a movie called Cradle to the Grave, I'd say. Well, we can start there, okay? If you're gonna if you're gonna go with the number two in the title, at least spell the T H A. Thank you. Right. I would appreciate that. that. A, Be a that man. A mistake. Yeah. Just go all the way with it. Well, you guys didn't see the original Cradle Grave. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. This is the sequel. Johnny Tudos. Um, Jet. I like. All right. So here's what. Before we get into like the nitty gritty uh, of the of the plot. One thing that really confused me. So there's a scene where there's an underground MMA fight going on. Speaking of early 2000s, the entire UFC shows up. <laughs> so you got three big UFC guys. You got Chuck Liddell and uh, Tito Ortiz, who had just finished fighting each other. 
and then you had a bunch of random extras and then Randy Couture. But this is pre-Randy Couture being really famous. But Tito and Liddell were pretty famous. But somehow they fought each other and they let Tito win. I was going to ask you about the win because it felt like Chuck was whooping his ass the whole time. Well, we didn't see the end of the fight. You know, they were cutting back and forth. They were looking for a ring. But um, I just thought that it was odd. Like, you had all these other extras that all wanted to fight Jet Li really badly. <laughs> well, they ended and- up. They ended up getting in there. They did. They did. The whole UFC <laughs> fought Jet Li. <laughs> but my, my point is that you had all these random extras. Why did you make Chuck Liddell lose? It seems so mean. <laughs> I, and he looked crestfallen. He actually had his head down walking out the octagon. He did. He was in the dumps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Good stuff. There's no way those uh, two guys like liked each other in real life, right? Absolutely There's no not. chance. Zero yeah. percent chance. But the, uh, I feel like the UFC yeah. just wasn't big enough, so they had to eat shit for a little bit. It was like this the was, first peak. Those two were like the first peak. That was like my is, intro. No love for Forrest UFC. Griffin? Okay. All right. Well, he I was mean, he was a couple years after he's later that, I believe. On. Yeah. Got you. Uh, this is this is literally a couple years before the the really the first big UFC uh, boom. But uh, that's not what this movie's about. Nader. Yeah. So we wanted to watch Belly. We did originally. Yep. And Belly, unfortunately, is no longer on HBO Max, as it was for a while. It's a goddamn shame. And we could say, without a doubt, that DMX's performance in Belly is incredible. And it's a shame that he didn't have more roles like that, because he's really... This is, he this steals is, the movie by... This by is where far. I have to disagree with you guys on this movie not being good. On one premise. Okay. Belly, we can agree, is his best movie. His best acting performance, in my opinion, is him with his daughter in the first scene of this movie. Sure. That I think is maybe his his better like actual. Also, acting. not the first. That I'm sorry. Like I, ra- I meant his. Fir- I was. I meant to say his first scene with his daughter, but he only has two. Okay. It's when he has her and when he loses her. Um, is that when he uh, shows his love for his daughter with a heisted diamond necklace? Hundred percent. Right, and then she comes back for a second hug because that's her daddy, bro. Yeah, they have a good relationship. Um, and I liked parts of that, but there's like there's certain parts where DMX is killing it and there's certain lines that i don't know if it's just like adr or it's just a weird a lot tape, of ADR. but like uh it just they it sounds so like stilted and weird uh i don't know um it's weird uh, look, we gotta talk about the crew uh anthony anderson can we talk about miles game? real name uh oh what i mean the he's a uh, drag on the rapper you got it yeah dra- drag on yeah. Didn't know that until uh, I looked up the cast this morning after watching it last <laughs> night. I was like, "Oh, that's Dragon." Got it. I don't. That guy is by far the worst actor in this movie. You, wait, so miles. y'all knew him as a rapper Which before is his this? Character's name? Oh what was yeah. It? Oh really? He got what? Name a Dragon song oh, yes. that I would know. All right. Uh, I know I can do the beat for you, but I can't do the song. I don't think that would come over as well. It's a icy cold Swiss beats beat. <laughs> Uh, is that asshole Archie? Oh, it's called Down Bottom. Down Bottom. I didn't look it up. It's called Down Bottom. Check right. it out. It's like, uh, you know, not it's a, it's a drag on song, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, it goes on way too long. <laughs> that seems fair. Uh, it's right in the name. You should have seen it coming. Uh, what's it called? Sorry, uh, you can do he's... Anthony Anderson uh, uh, poorly, oh, poorly timed about... gay joke now if you want. We can talk about drag on because he's the worst actor in this movie. <laughs> by, by You by leave miles, miles alone. Faith. Faith. Oh, yeah, yeah faith. faith. Yeah, faith. That's how we should have started the podcast. Just and also, his name, his name is Fate, uh, but it's spelled F-I-F-A-I-T, according to the credits. F-A-I-T. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. 
What a, what a choice. Uh, which is faith without the H. It is. It is faith without the H. Um, I thought I thought Anthony Anderson, my favorite line of the whole, uh, you know, pretending to be gay to turn on the security guard was uh, suits or uniforms. Uniforms are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Yahtzee. It's like, what? Uh, that was a that's a that was a weird sequence. Also, the uh, fact that Anthony Anderson was so mad about doing it, but then incredible at doing it. Come on, bro. He, he, he absolutely you, loved he it. Was killed perfect. it. Perfect. You were like, you were having the time of your life conning that gay security guard. Earthquake, how baby. F- but I bet you can hit a ten on the Richter scale any day. <laughs> it's oh, you know how I open up my safes? I attach a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> Oh, don't earthquake! It was an earthquake. No, nobody panic. Earthquake. You know how I get rid of my enemies? Rocket. I put rockets in their mouths. I put nuclear they weapons put, in they under their tongue. That I mean, th- that came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we're just gonna CGI this guy burning on the inside. That was bananas. Uh, was it as bananas as gently putting his entire right hand into a person's ribs at the UFC match? That was great. Yeah. That's a that great was move. Intense. Or like levitating humans with his feet. Just How? like push kicking them everywhere. Or Sean, using... answer me this: How bouncy are fences? Like, are fences trampolines? And I just didn't know. Equally as bouncy as human beings, apparently. God, <laughs> I don't. Guys, he uses a little person as a battering ram. <laughs> and much and, more than that. As yeah, like I was a... gonna say, and also like a one of those uh, New Year's Eve spinny things. <laughs> Noisemaker. No, yeah, he treats mini me like a fucking noisemaker, dude. It's also uncalled for. in. Where, in what world do, do cell phones work this clearly without any cell phones in your hands? Apparently, you can just you can just talk like DMX at all times can talk to his crew no matter what. Oh, oh no, they had earpieces in. Remember? Oh, got it, got My, it. Yeah, Miles right. breaks and, his earpiece in the beginning, and it works oh. in a uh, bank vault and underground. Cool, cool. I, mine I barely got, I got... works in this closet that I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh... <laughs> You know that Jet Li means business when he takes both hands out of his pockets to fight. That's how you know. And you know Timberland may, uh, means business when they say you guys have to make DMX climb a wall because we're going to pay you $1 million. Oh, Jesus Christ. When he takes seven steps up a wall and then does a backflip? Honestly. Unnecessary. This is, this is my theory about that. Jump. My theory about that is that for sure when they were writing the script, the names are just mixed up. It's just it's, it's supposed to be Jet Li, but it's accidentally DMX because that's clearly a Jet Li move and not a yeah. DMX move. Yeah, because if it was Jet Li, made all the sense in the world. Would have made all the sense in the world. I'll give it to you. Movie. But if it was DMX in untied loose Timberlands, come mm-hmm. on, man. I did like the way that they made uh, some middle ground between DMX and Jet Li by having a daughter, I guess, because Jet Li, you know alludes to the fact of having a daughter that has a boyfriend? I thought you were going to say they bonded over uh, looking at each other and being like, we're going to put these two dudes into a cage with dogs, right? Right. And then they do it. Yeah, that dog. And then the dogs get locked in a car, which is fucked up? (laughs) Damn. But also kind of funny. I I found that I like that. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. You own a dog. I don't. Um, the, uh, the, The whole thing, like... Was like all the fight sequences I think are uh, with DMX are actually really really well done. Like he's he seems really believable in the fight scenes, except for the giant flip. The flip is just so out of nowhere. But I always tie my Timberlands before I do a backflip. That's smart. You don't want to lose one in the flip. 
But, um, well, you know, if you don't have enough centrifugal force, you're going to lose one. There's going to go flying, and you don't know where it's going to land. Uh, but there's there's a weird thing in this movie where the the baddies at whatever scene that is when there's a fight scene have some kind of crazy determination. Like the bald Asian guy who would kidnap the dog oh, yeah. is like way too concerned about her getting away. Like it's going to fucking matter. He's also like, really mad at the guy handling the machine. Him. They just can't get together. They just can't be buddies. And they give her a television in the van. Like, she's up on well, everything. Well, it's she's, a got, she's tuned in. And she's it's tuned in to the right channel. I mean. And cell phone frequency, apparently. She's not watching Peppa Pig. She's writing on the news, baby. I mean, no, that, she's watching every move her father makes on the news. Yes. Uh, although, I, I mean. OJ style. That, uh, that, that sequence it, with the, with X Girl Give It To You playing and him on the. On the quad racing is pretty dope, <laughs> and that's when like the the UFC fight they like notch it up 1.5 speed, right? Because everything starts yeah. going bonkers. Yeah, that I'm, was that was fun. I'm glad you brought that up, John, because uh, there's there's some real DMXy DMX things that happen in this, and what I mean by yes. that is that there are moments in this uh, movie when he says. Let's get it on, and then the song yeah. plays. Oh yes, he does quote his songs a couple <laughs> quotes times. Quotes himself movie. as the, his songs play. There's another time when he says X marks the spot. Yep, which that's is pretty, which is pretty great. Um, but uh, my favorite uh, uh, DMXy thing is that when man, for, it's great to watch him on on off road vehicles. That's great. Obviously, very DMXy to just have him, but uh, yeah. to to try to infiltrate a building, Tom Cruise style, uh, through ventilation wires. You're gonna wear all leather gator skin. That's that's yeah, yeah, the outfit. Yeah. It's the most DMX cool. thing I've ever seen. To propel down what is essentially a ceiling fan. Uh, the way he, <laughs> uh, the way he breaks that window is really funny to me. I don't know why. Uh, I know why because it's hilarious. None none of us have brought up uh, Gabrielle Union yet. Oh my god! Who's let's talk, let's talk about the jacket. The star of the film, correct? Hundred percent. Because she yeah, said, she... "No, you can't show my nipples." Stop. Right. right and I have a qu- I have a question. Do you think that was a stunt ass, or do you think that was Gabrielle Union's ass? Because you you never see face and ass at the same time. I'm gonna say, wait, was the was it a butt naked butt? Was it was the butt? It naked? was a thong butt. No, I think yeah, she wrote a, out for the thong. I think she just she has the regular rules like no nipples, no bare butt. That scene was very long too. It was so that, long. It was. <laughs> I mean, her and Anthony Anderson are clearly getting roles at this point in their career. That in hindsight, they're probably like. God damn you, Hollywood! <laughs> but yeah, let, uh, let's talk about Gabrielle Union's red jacket that she wears throughout the entirety of the movie. But that's okay because it becomes a weapon at the end, so it makes sense. I just assume this all happened in one day. Then why did DMX <laughs> keep changing gator skin suits? Because he's running up walls, man. That guy yeah, sweats. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh. <laughs> also, okay, after... so the plot is: Can I try and do this? We haven't oh, yeah. even. Please. Come close to talking about the plot of the movie. Please. The plot is Diamond Heist uh, versus uh, evil Taiwanese group mm-hmm. versus good Taiwanese crime enforcement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Law enforcement. Yeah, Diamonds. Yeah, special forces. Diamonds are actually nuclear particles that Correct. you can enrich. Enriched plutonium, yeah. You can smash that them. You, yep. That you can sell to an international crime syndicate. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're together, but yeah. Starting at $100,000, I believe, was the uh, starting it bid? Was, 
it was two hundred thousand dollars, and the first guy who bids goes, "I'll take five for a million. They, I'm like, they keep going like, for bundles. Oh, I'm wait, like, why are they wait, packaging no, no. it like it's a fucking progressive wait. deal? Well, the funniest thing about it was he says five for a million, which is just the price <laughs> that they started at. He's just buying five. He didn't go up at all. That's not how <laughs> auctions work, bro. And, and they really and then, jostle then, her for, boy, for it escalates like crazy. And then people are still bidding. She's like, sold. Bitch, what are you doing? You're ruining the auction. No, but I, that's that is the that she is, had zero control of that auction. That is the craziest part of that auction. It's not it's not my boy talking about fourteen Hiroshima's. It's the fact that all of these essential billionaires get up like it's Black Friday and start harassing Shorty. Like what? yeah, so they enrich they enrich this diamond in front of everybody, which essentially just looks like a rave light mm-hmm. in the middle. Everyone wears these these three D glasses, these seemingly. steampunk shit fuck glasses, glasses. Yes. in in a warehouse, and they're enriching it, and the guy guys explaining to each level it gets to yeah so that that was an excellent part i love the hiroshima two hiroshima (laughs) it's new world order and they're all like yes the 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 one guy all the way at the the left side of the screen when he says New World Order, he he jumps into out of his it. Chair like, I'm like, <laughs> I've been waiting for that new shit. But no, that, I love when a movie goes out of their way to be a uh, bad guy diverse, where they're like, there's an African guy, a white guy, a white, a lady, white lady, an Indian man in a chair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a French him. guy too. It's a French guy. Yep. Don't oh, leave the, the French, French guy. Out. That French guy in the beginning didn't make it. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, neither so did most a, of the helicopters in hindsight. Not a lot of people die in this movie, but he has a no gun the... rule, bro. That's right. Well, he he gets rid of it at the end when things get serious. Drag, like, drag on, yeah. Just... Um. So, of all the people who die, there's one death that really bothered me. Bernie it's Sanders. The heli- it's the helicopter pilot driver. Yeah. yeah, pilot. Because that guy's just doing his job. He's just a re- just a guy who got outsourced by some very rich people to fly a helicopter, and he gets fucking murdered. I'm and t- somebody yeah. walks away from that crash. By Tom Arnold. Unscathed. <laughs> just dusts his shoulders off and keeps yeah. walking. The fucking, yes. the fucking plutonium Hiroshima guy, he, uh, with his, which, by the way, his temper, just so on edge the whole time. He's, well, he says... A, the, he's working with amateurs. He's, yes, and that's the line I'm coming after, John, because he says the most <laughs> insane response to someone <laughs> entering an airplane hangar with a tank, which is, I knew it. I knew it. Amateur. You never. No one knew that. The screenwriters didn't know that was gonna happen. I tell you who did know it. The bad guy from John Wick Three. Oh, my boy, Mark Dukakis, <laughs> the Duplass I brothers. Think... I don't know. It's Dukakis something. See, the I don't guy... watch. I'm not the biggest film guy, but I was waiting for like some wacky cameos and besides, like other than Tom, Tom Arnold, Arnold, you don't really get it. <laughs> but besides that, I was waiting for just like like guy. Boss, crime boss in the cell, well, getting all of his food taken to him. Well, are you, are you guys familiar guy? with the? Uh, you guys familiar with Terry Tate, office linebacker? Yes. No. Yeah. I mean, he's the he's the body. He's the the bouncer. Oh, okay. There you go. There's your cameo. Oh, that's fun. Yep. He got duped. Big time. Um, we gotta get a spinoff with Tom Arnold and Anthony Anderson called Watch My Nuts. Oh, uh, uh, how'd you? F- you did in the credits, didn't you? I'd, she's a ventriloquist with the elbows, is what I wrote down. <laughs> you saw Kazam. He didn't have the right material. So, in this uh, alternative movie universe that Tom Arnold is putting together, uh, Denzel Washington's playing Anthony Anderson. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anthony Anderson's girlfriend is uh, medium Oprah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want big <laughs> yeah, Oprah medium. or little Oprah because the size of her head. That's the issue. It's a good point. 
That's uh, that was that was a move there. And then uh, they mentioned Ogre Barry. more than once in this movie. She's a target more and, than once, and it's because it's a callback to uh, Exit Wounds because they oh, mentioned her yeah. for so much in the Exit Wounds uh, uh, post credit scene. Uh, what do you guys think of Jump Chambers? <laughs> I thought his name was indicative of his gravitas. Uh, I think it's kind of fun to have like a, a a guy who's like running this crazy operation through jail. And then take it to the next level where he's also, like, basically doing whatever he wants in jail. He's got, like, a fucking platform bed, full-size bed. Hey, I, I love a black racist. <laughs> and then take it even further, and someone else comes Definitely in racist. and murders him in jail and walks away with it. Yep. Your boss is yeah, taking a, a sleep. Crime. Don't go in there. It's a perfect crime. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nader, you like this movie? <laughs> I, I like it more and more the more we talk about it, to be frank. <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more we Yeah. We, we did uh, it. You of- shot him in the ass. A lot of people who have lines in this movie don't have names. Uh, like, Laser Tech. Uh, <laughs> Chambers Club Doorman. Uh, yeah, all of the tri- crime syndicate. It just says, like, nationality, yeah. like, yes, evil French, evil Russian. The guy that's keeping uh, the, the Vanessa hostage is Bald Guard. Yeah, ball guard. Yeah, he, straight up. He has a, he's significant to the plot of this movie. They didn't even bother to name him. Yeah. Him, man. Um, serious question. The 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 nightclub where uh, Gabrielle Union does her thing was that the same club from the film we reviewed the first time the three of us uh, TGIF? Because yes. I don't know yes, if he took note, but like it had the same exact layout and design. Hundred so. percent. I think Jeff Goldblum's in this movie as Tom Arnold. Uh, he's, <laughs> but guys, I know this is a this is an audio medium, but uh, Sean just did probably the best Jeff Goldblum pantomime you're ever gonna see. <laughs> <laughs> Pantomiming is key if you want to be an extra, guys. That's true. You know, uh, peas and carrots. Am I right? Oh, also, Tom Arnold's uh, in regards to to selling DMX a tank says, I mean, you know, what to keep the neighborhood kids in check. That that that'll murder the neighborhood. I'm thinking that might actually ransack the whole you thing. You're thinking it's going too far. I think it's going too far. <laughs> like Eminem in the lyrics to the song that intro this movie. Oh, strange, strange point. Die? Strange point about the intro song is yeah. that some of it was edited and some of it was not edited. Really? So at some points it said, die, motherfucker, die. And at other points it said, die, m- die. Yeah. And I couldn't get it. I couldn't understand it. It was very distracting. I had to rewind to listen to that it. Is, I'm not into that's it. very odd. It's bizarre. That's very odd. Um, the heist was pretty cool. Heist oh, DMX says stuff. DMX quotes and says PMD. Put me down. Is that a common phrase? No. Put me down. No. Yeah, put me down. You guys don't know about the put me down? Hey, y'all older than me. If they were saying put me down, maybe, but I don't think so. As a yeah, black, never, never heard it before in my life. All right, I appreciate you guys confirming that. Okay. You're not out of the loop. DMX is insane. <laughs> Rest in peace. Oh wait, so Gabrielle Union fights the uh, the Asian lady who I, is she named? I don't know if she's named. I don't know, but she was definitely cast for being an Asian lady, and they always make her do Asian lady stuff like kung fu in these movies. I'm pretty sure she's in Bond as the same thing. She's in a lot of things, but uh, yeah, the world's um, a bad place. <laughs> hard to disagree, but um, in that fight, so she. She uses her coat to steal the gun. Yep. And then that gun has disappeared. She keeps on using her coat, but the gun it never shows up again. And then a different gun shows up, 
and she uses it to kill her. She basically kills herself with the assist of Gabrielle Union, like bending her arm. And in my head, I was just like, she knows where it's aiming. Like it's her hand <laughs> on the gun. Like she can see that it's it's. Po- You'd like, like to think she's got solid vision, but it, I don't know. It wasn't like maybe she didn't have her shooting. contacts weren't in. She didn't start shooting, and then her wrist got turned. It was already facing her, which you know where your hand is I, and where it's facing. I want to ask you guys this: when they're when Gabrielle Union and DMX are on top of the train, and he's holding her with one hand. Is he holding the diamonds with the other hand? Is that what I'm meant to I, believe? I thought they lost the bag of diamonds because at the, that point. They did. Yeah. Then how does he? Then how does he have the diamonds, John? He has the black diamonds separately because in the first oh, okay, scene okay. he puts them like inside of his jacket. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, that's a bummer because him and Miles both completely. That was a robbery essentially for nothing. Also, also go ahead. No, <laughs> the also you brothers. You, over you were here. way more fired up. You were way <laughs> more fired up. Jet Lee gets the bag. Gets in his fucking convertible and just dumps it out on his fucking and then and, and then he's like okay I, okay you know what that was a mistake and then lightly puts it on <laughs> top of all of it <laughs> covers it with the envelope yeah 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 gently places a bag on top of several million dollars worth of diamonds yeah there was there was a very Shit. much a lack of like uh, even that whole train scene I never felt nervous for anyone like I, I it never had that like drama for me as like an actual <laughs> movie I was I was never like she went like. They must have gone like four stops, right? With her just hanging <laughs> off the side of the train. At, at, le- at least four, Sean. At least four. They really get off the next stop, but I don't know the LA transit system that well, but it seemed like there's a bit of a, a break in between stops there. No, but t- <laughs> yeah. to Sean's point, I-, I agree hardcore because the direction or the editing of Miles and DMX uh, escaping the train, I was like, they're oh. going to make it. The whole time, I was like, you're, you're, you're clearly going to make it. I'm positive. Not even, one, not even one little droplet of sweat. No. Nothing. Nope. They and again, just... heavy leather. Blue. Here's, here's, a, here's a serious Tims. question. Tim's. What was the plan of the guy on the motorbike? <laughs> oh, Travis Pastrami? Woo! I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Where were they coming? Where were they going? <laughs> and why well, were they parked is... outside of a, of a strip club, essentially? <laughs> they're in full, full gear. <laughs> they're in full gear. Uh, but my point is that once... So he's chasing them throughout town. <laughs> they get into a an apartment building... And they keep on going. And then the top of the apartment building apparently is a... No, no, John. Uh, no, that's shop? not where they go. What, what they say is, he says, meet me at the above ground parking lot in Chinatown. And <laughs> you Andy know what Anderson I'm talking says, about. I know, I know exactly. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> no, but I'm talking when they're driving up the stairs uh, yes, uh, inside yes. of the apartment building. And then it leads into like a sweatshop somehow. Yeah, I know. I know that one <laughs> random scene is disturbing at, at best. How about when they're coming uh, out of the parking lot and the cops... Don't check the trunk, and the and the no, people on the you? news are explicitly saying, and the police are so good at searching vehicles. <laughs> this this some movie. of the best police work you're gonna see. This movie. Uh, it's it's. He was in the trunk. The, the ring of fire for the final fight scene. Do you guys feel about that? How do you guys that's, feel about that? But that's is that a direct homage to Romeo Must Die? A hundred percent. Okay. Then then it, then it, it works. Was it raining? Was it not raining? Was that just the... Uh, it's hard to tell. In Romeo <laughs> Must Die, it's raining, but there's fire, which is confusing. No rain so in this they one. Seem, they seem to be in the fire, but they do seem to be soaking wet. But then 15 feet away from them, uh, DMX is fighting bald guard, uh, and uh, they are bone dry. <laughs> bald guard that just can't get along with that evil scientist. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Although, the switching between the three fight scenes was fun. 
Yeah, I mean, the 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 most unrealistic part about this movie was the fighting prowess of DMX <laughs> and Gabrielle Union when faced up against people that could clearly actually fight. Every time DMX won a fight, I was like, how? Why? What was? Here's my question. What was Gabrielle Union's exit strategy in the scene where she was giving the lap dance? <laughs> I hazard to say I don't know. No, nothing no nothing appropriate, John. How about that? But I'm just, I'm just saying. It was more like, of an entrance plan. <laughs> hey now, but the whole point was that she clearly doesn't want to have sex with that guy, and she's trying to lead him on as a distraction. So I really wonder what her exit plan was going to be. I think it's a pretty good metaphor for the role that she took. I honestly was expecting the smoke bombs to come into play to knock him out. But that's on drag on. Yeah, they did nothing. Those things did yeah. nothing, right? They they, they played no part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got put into a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Anthony Anderson got to say a lot of funny stuff about bugs, though. Anthony Anderson's a funny guy. He did have fun with that. You see that? Do you see that guy? That's me. <laughs> Versus Terry Tate, office linebacker. I love that you know that reference, Sean. Oh yeah. What is that from? It's a great it's run a, of commercials. It was a it was commercials turned YouTube series, man. All right, good stuff. Yep. Uh, let's rate this bad boy. We have three <laughs> different options now. Thanks to the... When John says bad boy, here. he means bad. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, so we have, uh, stream it, skip it, or Sean, cue it. <laughs> Am I starting here? Yeah. Go for it, buddy. I'm gonna, um, shock the world and say skip it. <laughs> that was shocking. I didn't see it coming. Mm. Your regular Fred Ottman. What do you got, Nader? I say stream it. This movie's fun. Y'all tripping. Uh, I'm going to say skip it. <laughs> Why? Because it aged so poorly in every imaginable way? Every imaginable <laughs> way. All right. Buffering. We are doing another uh, Sean, John, and Nader draft. This time we are drafting our... Well, we've done it before, and we're doing it again. That's. It I is, think that we're liable to P. Diddy for Sean John, though, so just chill out with that, bro. But it's spelled differently. It's Sean John. Uh, yeah, and and Nader. I guess you adding me is, is, is good. Yeah. It's confusing, too, because no one pronounces our name right. Right, yeah. scene? So... Um, <laughs> I don't know, why don't you ask your friend Nadir? (laughs) We are doing uh, a draft of our top singles from soundtracks that are hip-hop and R&B music. That doesn't even describe it. What are you talking about? No, it's it's original hip-hop movies from film soundtracks. Yeah, that's better. You putts? What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) That's a great use of putts. Thank you. (laughs) Guys, I'm uh, I'm a little tired here. Um, no joke, dude. After my second dose, I was like dead. I was, I, was, I, was, I couldn't I was, sleep. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> it's okay. The, yeah, the, you're not gonna sleep tonight, and you're gonna hate the world tomorrow. Um, it's uh, well, too late, Sean. I already hate the world. <laughs> yeah, and us, I think. Nah, you guys are alright. <laughs> you're in my top six billion for sure. Um, now uh, that other two billion, don't get me started. <laughs> but those uh, so we're going to be doing a draft. So to do a draft, we, of course, have to use the official app. we got to spin the wheel, baby, and see who gets the first pick. Very exciting. It looks like it's going to be... Yo it's ass. me! Yep. 
All right. Very Love that sounder. Great <laughs> sounder. Right. Hide that slice. Spit it for the second pick. We will be, of course, doing sneak Come on, diddler. So Sean will have the second pick. Nader will have picks three and four. Then back to Sean, then back to me. It's Love a snake it. draft. All right. So I'm up first. So strategy is going to have to come involved in this, guys, because... R&B songs are also allowed. Yeah, hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to the year 1989. No, no. <laughs> and I'm going to pick the song by Public Enemy. Oh, thank God. From the movie Do the Right Thing. It's Fight the Power. Uh, not a, you're actually the one who told me that this was made for the movie, and that blew my mind. And uh, that song is awesome, and uh, I love Public Enemy, and I love that movie. So I think it works on uh, many respects. And you fight the power. I do. Yeah, I don't. I need to fight harder. <laughs> Push back see, on that power, John. See, most most of my list doesn't really it doesn't have the same effect as that song, which clearly <laughs> wraps up the movie very well. It goes with the theme of it the does. film. I just pick songs I love. Yeah, I mean the rest of mine will be songs that I just enjoy, but that one I felt like I got I had to do that one number one off the bat. So, Sean, you're saying "Fight the Power" isn't like a feel good anthem for you? <laughs> it's not. I mean, you know, it's a trick question because it is. Aha. It's a feel. It's a feel. Anthem. It's a feel, it's a feel anthem. It's a, it's a feel anthem. You feel something. That's it's, a, it's an emotion. Yeah. Emotions yeah. will be felt. I like Sean, that. you have the your first pick, the second pick of the draft. I'm going to go a little ahead in years to 1996. Thank you. From God, the right. Space Jam soundtrack. Ah. Hit him high. One of the greatest posse cuts that has ever existed. Yeah. Coolio, Method Man, Busta. LL Cool J and Be Real. So many options to choose from from that soundtrack, by the way. Surprised you didn't go with R. Kelly. Your thoughts? Well, well, that song, I think, wasn't originally for the soundtrack. That's the reason why I didn't pick it. Gotcha. Otherwise, gotta be. <laughs> I believe I can diddle. Hey, uh, Nader, how do you feel about R. Kelly music? Do you play it all the time still? <laughs> oh, only uh, when I'm doing karaoke. Okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, the Space Jam soundtrack is really good, and that song's dope. And uh, the actual the song, the welcome Space Jam to song, the Space Jam. It's your chance. Come on, your jam. Space you want a jam. Love that track. Yep. Sean's doing a dance. Sean was Does going it, to work right there. Isn't also the train on there? Is Come on Ride the Train from that it's soundtrack? Choo Choo, ride it. <laughs> I don't remember if that's on it or not. I did have that album. Really enjoyed it. Hello, yeah, good one. Nader, your first pick. Oh, so glad. Every time you guys said 1990, I was like, oh my God. Thank you. I was freaking well, out. I said 89, but thanks for paying attention. Oh, shit. Um, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, a song from 1992. Uh, its alternate title is 187 and it is the debut solo single by American rapper, Dr. Dre after it's his first single after he broke up with uh, NWA and that is deep cover from the movie deep cover. Tonight's the night I get in some shit. Yeah. Deep cover on 
Great song. And also Snip, Snoop Dogg's debut, I believe, right? Oh, is that right? No, I, oh, I don't know if it's uh, Snoop Dogg, but I know it's uh, Dr. Dre's debut. Solo debut. Solo debut, correct. First I think it might be Snoop's first debut. appearance, too. I could be wrong about that, but... Great no idea. The capital S and yes, I'm fresh and double O P D O double G Y D O double. Incredible song, solid movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I completely forgot about that, so that's pretty good. Also, one of my favorite beats uh, for even for my list, like it's 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 my first pick, but it's also uh, it's maybe my favorite beat of all the joints I have in here. So simple. Very interessante. <laughs> Two God's dose, losing. John. Yeah, John's two dose, gone. Johnny. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, man. I apologize. <laughs> Matter, your second pick. My second pick. Wrap around. Is got it. That's a snake. <sighs> That's just like a... I, I, I understand. I don't snakes. Eat, I don't think snakes eat their own ass though. So anyway, you don't. Have you ever heard of Aurora Boris? <laughs> have you ever moved your body like a snake, Ma? <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> we get a lot of Robert Kelly talk. My second pick. Is it is... a Leah song? Because that'd be weird. Nah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, my second pick is a Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. We're going oh straight to That's the good. Wild Wild West. Sean's giving me some kind of thumbs up. This song's incredible. Uh, what's going on there, Sean? Uh, Jim West. Desperado. Rough Rada. <laughs> no, you don't want nada. None of this six gun in this. Um, that song is fun. That song is fun. <laughs> and Stevie Wonder and Lorenz Tater in the music video. Two people you'd never and expect Cisco. to meet. You go. Cisco's in it. You go that song. Drew Hill's in it. You go that song over the Men in Black song. Yeah, Men in Black's better, but that might be his next pick. It ain't, <laughs> it ain't over till it's over, Sean. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's that's a great point. <laughs> Spoilers. I think the Men in Black song. And also, to answer your, to answer your calls, yeah, and Men in Black song much better. Probably should take that one then. <laughs> I mean, if you guys don't take it, I'll be good. All right, uh, Sean, you're second. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> god damn it! I'm gonna stay in the. Uh, the basketball film realm oh, and go with a documentary, the, uh, oh. the LeBron James documentary, yep. uh, more than a game, I believe it's called. Yep. And Correct. it's, uh, forever by Drake, Lil Wayne, uh, uh, uh Kanye, Kanye West, West and Eminem. It may not mean nothing at all. Understand nothing was done for me, so I don't plan on stopping at all. I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. I shut this shit down in the mall. It's selling there, girl, she the one for me. This song features like four of the most prominent like hip hop artists of the last 15 years, 15, yeah. 20, maybe a little bit longer. Like, I don't know, Drake was on his way up for this. Mm hmm. It was just before got a, beautiful got a lot dark of twisted. Sprite burn. Oh, it's so much sprite burn. It's too carbonated. Hey, question uh, was: Is "Run This Town" on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? No, no. Run This Town is on, on uh, uh, Blueprint Three. Right? Blueprint Three. 
Yeah, which is, oh, okay. we could have a whole conversation about that. Blueprint well. 3, first of all, aged very well. It's now just full of bangs. Yeah, it's on Blueprint 3. Okay, because that that's right, the last. I'll try it the, again. But. That's the Kanye single that comes out right before this song, and then uh, the year after that, he drops um, My Beautiful Dark. It was like everybody at their peak and Eminem out of nowhere dropped an amazing verse. That that, like, you know what? That, That's a good point. The Eminem verse definitely surprised me in 2011 or whatever it was. I was like, oh shit, look 20, at him. 2009. So That's nice. still yeah. Well, Well, a couple years later, he drops the goddamn Marshall Mathers LP2 or whatever. And that's well, he, he, out the, problem was, the problem was that after that, he kept rapping. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And politicking. And recovery. I mean, this is where he's like, guys, I'm going to throw as, as much wordplay into every line as possible. Because that's all I can do now. Because I can't rap about drugs anymore. Also, right. all my album titles are literal. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, yep, accurate. Um, am I? I'm up now. Yep. Uh, so my my next pick. I'm going to the year 2003, a sequel that uh, not I know you love. Mm. It's the uh, the movie Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> and I was surprised to find out that this was originally in this movie and not uh, from his album. Should but I take my hair off for this? It's Joe Button. Pump it up. Pump it up you came to get it broke with a name of shit you came to get it on Oh I thought you were gonna go act a fool. Wow, never mind. It is not. It is so act a wait so So we have a conversation about this. So that's and you confirmed that is from the film. Just Blaze. That's right. Um, wow. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I would have it definitely is. guessed it was it Joe Budden's actual debut. Yeah, wasn't that it his is. first single? <laughs> it's his first single from his, his album, but the movie soundtrack came out four months before. Oh, did he, he got pushed onto a, a soundtrack first, I yes, guess. Yes, he did. <laughs> Record label and, stuff. Uh, it is, it you is, tell him, Sean. You tell him, Leo Cohen. Talk about mid-2000 club bangers. That might be my favorite. If mid-2000 I mean, I, is 2021 also, then yes, because it's still bad. If it's bad. the past, I'm here. It's still good. Pump it's It Up still, is definitely still... a song that I've, I've maybe heard at every like party I went to for like five years. Five seems low. <laughs> Come down to one of my parties, Nader. It'll play. <laughs> right around the two-hour mark. I like the idea of your daughter as the DJ just kind of spinning on the ones and twos. She's, when I first, when I learning. within the first couple months of me knowing Sean, we were having a conversation about Joe Button. I said I really like a lot of Joe Button songs, but there aren't that many of them that like are big. And Sean's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna burn you a CD full of <laughs> what year was Joe this? Button songs. What year? Do you this mean? 2010. Y'all was y'all was still burning CD? Yeah, I got agree with with John on this one just because of the burning so CD. So wait, here's so here's what happens. <laughs> couple days later i said to sean where's that joe button cd mm-hmm. sean do you remember what you said uh, there aren't there aren't that many joe button <laughs> wow uh, sean did remember what i still like joe button i do too but i you know he's just like a I, podcast person i was gonna know? say his personality is horrible i don't like joe button <laughs> i mean i haven't i haven't listened to one second of that show oh. john i could probably fill a cd for for you now of Joe Button tracks. Oh, like right. 12 years now later? <laughs> yeah. Right when All he needs right. it. I've accumulated right. exactly one more song of Joe Button that I like. All right. Uh, so my third pick is... Mm, see, now I have to make a decision here. I thought you just I'm made gonna... it. Didn't you just tell us what your third pick was? Nope. That's oh. my second pick. Oh. 
Um, it was fight the power. Then I took Joe Budden, pump it up. Gotcha. My third pick is wrapping around. Uh, snakes eat their own ass. My bad. I'm going to go to a movie that is technically not in consideration for our regular awards, but since this is a song, I can get away with it. I'm going with the Post Malone and uh, <laughs> Smalley song Sunflower from Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I keep a check. She was a bad, bad, nevertheless. Calling it quits now, baby, I'm a wreck. Crash at my place, baby, you're a wreck. I thought that movie wasn't allowed on this podcast anymore. No, but oh, wow, great man! Talk about a listener. It's a, it's a. Well, Sean's not up to date, but. <laughs> uh, it's rude. Yes, the, and John, it's really what rude. It's called. The, so- yeah. the song is not. Well, it's kind of in the movie, but <laughs> I don't. I think it should count. Can we get a ruling, Nader? No one cares. Yes. All right. Fine. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great point. This song, this song. I like, like this we're song all fighting you. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, he's like got that the... fight the power in his head. You know, now he's. I do. I really do. Got yeah, that fight the power energy. The song was been stuck in my head for like months after I saw that movie, and I listened to it a lot. I really enjoy it. You, and, you uh, know what, John? I've always song. said you have flavor, flavor energy. Yeah, unfor- that's unfortunately an accurate statement. <laughs> uh, so that's my third pick. John, right. what's yours? Yeah, I'm going to stay with another documentary. And if you guys haven't seen this, staying in the hip-hop movie vein is uh, the Backstage documentary. Uh, I believe it followed Jay-Z on the Hard Knock Life tour, which was great. I went to. Wait, uh, seriously? One, That's one awesome. Of, yeah, one of my first concerts. Wait, wait. Uh, when you say followed, how many times did you go? I'm upset. I've never seen Jay-Z in concert. And it's my biggest regret as a human being. I've, I've seen Jay-Z three times probably i saw him on i saw him that i saw him on the uh kings of summer tour with timberlake at yankee stadium and uh i did i saw him come out with eminem on the anger management tour which was pretty they did renegade confirm this for me is jay-z just like and because i know he doesn't move around a lot on stage because he's a six foot five 50 year old man but is i feel like he's a very good like storyteller in this in the sense of like when he talks to you like in between songs it probably feels like a very personable jay-z that you don't get to meet i so i don't don't know when i was like 15 seeing him on the hard knocks live tour or whatever i probably didn't even think twice about it but he's also like 30 with no wife too seeing him later yeah he's a great performer and it it was like a full band set up he was tossing it back and forth with timberlake that that show was awesome that was really good no he Um, he really does yeah but this is a Jay-Z song featuring Maya, The Best mm-hmm. of Me, Part 2. Yes, y'allin', jigga man be ballin', leave chicks pigeon toe, some of them be crawlin', get the best of you whenever I put my all in, have mommies callin' for the Lord, darlin', jigga and Paulin', ass drop, coops with half the top, spose half my knot, nigga mad when I'm Song. It's just one of my that favorite songs ever, song. it's great, great Maya's rockin' the Carolina North Carolina basketball jersey skirt in the video. I think it's the best look of right. all time. It's my looking favorite. extra hot. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that is a solid video. I remember. And there's a remix <laughs> with Jada Kiss on it for anybody. There is a remix with Jada Kiss. Oh. Back when we thought Jada Kiss was going to be on Rockefeller, but he just never made it. Yeah, he went bad boy instead. And... Oh, I thought he went his own route. He went Eventually bad boy. Oh, did. bad boy was his. Okay, I got you. Bad boy was the lock scene, and then the locks yeah. and dipset. Sad, sad stuff. It's really the big one of the biggest <laughs> tragedies of our time. Cameron's like, I'm right here. <laughs> you say dipset, and I just hear dipset. <laughs> uh, 
What do you got, Nada, for your third All pick? All right. Yes, for my third pick. Um, so this is a one that I am uh, I'm very excited about because I don't think you guys thought about this. And that Very is blocked. going to no, that is going to be uh, the Outcast song from the film Idlewild, Morris Brown. I love because it's a rap song with a, a one of my favorites, a very bouncy, fun hook, and the music video is all CGI, like Black Willy Wonka on steroids, and it features Janelle Monae for the first time ever. It's the first time we ever all saw oh. Janelle Monae. She's just an extra in that uh, in that music video. I was More half expecting you to pick the mystical and outcast song from The Wood, but there's uh, one major problem with that song, and it's mystical. Okay. <laughs> Shake your He's ass rough. and end He's your rough. career. Yeah. He's right. But you got but you you can't you can't talk about the lineage of like rap music without talking about mystical because I maintain it goes James Brown. Sure you can. Mystical, <laughs> Little right. Wayne, Young Thug. It's all yeah, I mean, the those, same. That's a it's a direct line. It's a direct say what you want. Say what you want, but Mystical had a big played a big role in Pharrell being who he is today. I those songs blew up, and those were Neptune's productions when he was. My like mom one time 18. beat my ass because she saw me watching that mystical video where he's in the sand with R. Kelly and all them hoes. Your mom was not happy. Can you bring up R. Kelly more, Nader? <laughs> sure. <laughs> was that Bandit R. Kelly? Was that that era? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'd like to think of it as more Desperado R. Kelly, but yeah. <laughs> All right, Nader, what is your fourth pick? All right, so my fourth pick is going to be from the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. It's going to be Nelly featuring Murphy Lee, Shake Your Tail Feathers. one man uh 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 we do it for fun uh let me see you take it (laughs) shake and tail feather was a was a very that was a good summer song that year it was a jam 2003 to 4 yeah we we had good times with that song um and again it introduces to another influential hip-hop figure murphy lee you know you know he's my favorite saint lunatic over nelly or the the guy with the fro over nelly Okay. <laughs> it's all it's all Murph. Lee when he, when he it's all Murph. Uh, Sean, your fourth pick. Yeah. So I just quickly did research, and I was gonna choose a song, uh, but I just realized that it's from a short film, so that's mm-hmm. probably not doesn't. Fuck it. All right. It's uh, an eighteen minute film titled "Murder Was the Case" by <laughs> Snoop Dogg, which features the song. Murder Was the Case by Snoop Dogg. So, I really No like complaints from me. I it's think got it works. Some, it's got some, like, it. some weird, <laughs> like, super weird, eerie, like, It's the prequel to the movie the Bones, for sure. Yeah, it could be. And then Baby Boy somewhere in there, too. In that, yeah. in that or, are you thinking of the TV show Bones? Nope. I'm thinking of the movie Bones with Snoop Dogg's a fucking vampire or something. So it's not the show Bones with the 
Uh, Emily Deschanel? No. David Boreanis? <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> Y'all talking uh, yeah. about Sam Morales, cool right? Song. Cool song. Cool Snoop Dogg. Made the list yeah. twice. He did. He, he, really he what? Who? How did Johnny Cochran got Snoop Dogg off of murder? Who did mm-hmm. he kill? You're thinking of O.J. Simpson. No, oh, I'm not. What is I'm his not. name? Oh, that's he a great trivia someone. question. That's yeah, a great trivia is, question. I'm definitely not thinking of O.J. Simpson. We'll say it again. What was the question? Snoop, before before O.J. Simpson, uh, Johnny Cochran cut his teeth, I should say, on getting Snoop Dogg off for murder. Hence the song, Murder Was the Case. Right. You got um, the info, Sean? Do you remember he uh, he ended he ended his MTV uh, Music Awards performance just repeating over and over? I'm innocent. Yeah, I'm innocent. And I was like, that's what all guilty people say. <laughs> right. No, it was like it was like literally just like a drive by shooting in a park. And Snoop was at least in oh, the car. Yeah. It was at least in the car. And I, why do I? Oh, the guy's name is so imprinted in my. Who did Snoop kill? The guy, the guy kill? that died. Who did Snoop kill? That's all. I was trying it's to a very good name. Just looking at uh, my notes on my uh, computer, and uh, the first thing I see is Keith Van Horn. <laughs> That's not who he killed. Oh, he, it, it was his bodyguard. Himself. His body. His yes. Like, whoa, whoa. First of all, Sno- okay. So Snoop Dogg's bodyguard is one that killed somebody. Time out. Keith Van Horn killed himself. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is about this podcast. No, probably. sorry, I forgot we were doing a podcast. My okay. That uh, that Saint Archer IPA okay. caught up with me quickly. Hey now. Um, okay, so for uh, my fourth pick, I'm going to be going with a song from the year 2000 that uh, apparently, I did the, re- the research on this today, mm. they submitted this song to be in the soundtrack without letting all the members of the band know. Is the Wu-Tang Clan song? It is from the movie Charlie's Angels. It is Destiny Child's Independent Women Part 1. The shoes on my feet, I bought The clothes I'm wearing, I bought The rock I'm rocking, I bought Cause I depend on me if I want it The watch I'm wearing, I bought The house I live in, I bought The car I'm driving, I bought I depend on me, I depend on me Whoa! You know what? That's I was gonna. You know what? I take it back. Early era Beyonce. She just didn't have the pull yet. You try to pull that shit on this era Beyonce. That's your ass. Oh, without a doubt. She didn't have the beehive yet. Yeah. Uh, that's song... pronounced. I think it's pronounced Bayhive. Yeah. And I think it was Kelly Rowland's lawyer that fucked this up, not Beyonce's. You think it was Rowland? You didn't think it was the? Oh God, what's the third? Michelle, girl? come on, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle Williams. Williams. And who's the fourth girl that only made it to the first song? Wait, well, Michelle there was, Williams, there was... the actress, was in Destiny Shop? That's that's a fun fact. That's a fun fact. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. There's yeah. two incarnations. Both of them, okay. both of the four female groups had Beyonce and Kelly Rowland. There were right. another two. Then they got another two, one of which was Michelle, and then that fourth dropped off. And they dropped the fourth one. So, that's, so there's, been, there's been more Destiny Child's members than I was aware of. Uh... That song I like for a couple reasons. I think it's just a good song. I like a, pretty much every Destiny Child single that came out was great, uh, but that song is it's funny because it's called Independent Women Part One. There is no part two, and um, the, uh, the there was a thing going on. <laughs> Hang on, that's a great point. There is no part two. There's no part two. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
Yet. There, there was Yet. A, there was a there was a thing going on online where this you had to uh, the song that was like the number one hit on your 14th birthday is supposed to define who you are, and this is the song that was the number one hit on my 14th birthday. So. Well, I know what I'm Google searching after my fifth. Pick. <laughs> uh, okay, and then my my last pick it's uh, between two, but I think I'm gonna go with a relatively recent song uh, from the 2018 film Black Panther. It's uh, Kendrick Lamar and SZA, All the Stars. It's a song that, again, it's like an earworm gets stuck in your head, and I absolutely love Kendrick. I think SZA is severely underrated. I would have gone with King's Dead. Can we get another SZA album, please? Right? Yeah, where I think we going? are, aren't we? Well, oh, she's been good, talking good about news. it for a couple of years. <laughs> I like SZA. My only beef with her is that I feel like she doesn't have her, like, like, she she can she makes songs with all the right, like, words in there, but I feel like they're not in the right order, and it's not, like, perfect yet. But I feel like her next album, or maybe the album after that, she'll be, like, perfect. I how, like SZA, you, but she's raw. I, I have a feeling you're a her guy. You like her? I'm not a her guy. I definitely really? like Caesar more than her. I'm a I'm a wow. Daniel Caesar guy. That's my R and B of the of this era. Yeah, Caesar is yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah, he's good. I like that voice. Wait, uh, what was your Sean. song again? Yeah, Sean. Sean, right? Oh, oh, mine was all the all the stars. Sean, th- your final pick. <sighs> my final pick is the reason this list exists in my head. Anyway, is uh, grand finale from Belly. Don't you trying to get it? No. You gonna bust your gun to get it? Whatever, yo. Uh, I tossed my grip on reality or sort of scene. Pinch myself to wake up, cause I know it's a dream. Niggas that don't know me see me and think I'm a problem. Niggas that know me well see me and think I'm a problem. I'm just a nigga that's Um produced by Eric Sermon. It's got DMX Ja Rule, Method Man Nas. Great like music video that just is a companion piece to the movie. It's just awesome. Shot by Hype Williams. That yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense and the reason well, the reason I wanted movie, to see so. the movie was that music video you know it's like I think we all had that feeling when we saw the music we were like oh damn what if this was an hour and a half yep yeah. and it turns <laughs> yes. out works yeah could have been longer could have been although we uh, uh, Sean uh, we, me and uh, uh, John talk about this all the time but do you know where Nas was going in Africa because he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I checked with Africa, and they ain't seen him. It's such a weird <laughs> ending, the Nas storyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's so it's deep, and then he doesn't know the name such of a, any country in Africa. It's such a great film. We, uh, really, that needs to stream. Where is that at? We tried. Yeah, it, it that was, was the plan. It, it was on HBO Max for a while, and they took it off. And they were like, let's put up the even better DMX movie, Cradle to the Grave. Uh, they're going to sell like a, they, uh, definitely what they a special edition VHS or something, whatever. Something whatever, like that. Whatever the people yes. want. That's and that is what the people want right now. <laughs> Boy, uh, Nader, your final pick. My final pick um, is the song. It's 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 a tandem song because I think it's hard for people to to discern them because they sound so similar. But it's it's eye to eye slash stand out from a goofy movie. Tevin Campbell as Powerline. If we listen to each other, oh yeah, man, never That's my final pick. So, it's, wow. it's a stand up. 
I blew it. Yeah, uh, I love that I'm one. As, and I die. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, they're all. It's, they're, they're just they're heaters. If we listen to each other's hearts, it's. Per, I know it's great. I would never do. Two dose John is about to get to verse three before my sentence is up. What's up, Sean? Bro, I love that. Where song. is Tevin Campbell right now? Uh, un- <laughs> unfortunately, Sean, what he is, where he is, is at uh, Disney. Uh, like, how do you say, like corporate retreats, performing that song. Uh. Stuff and he doesn't own the rights to most of his music. He had such a D- Disney or future. otherwise. I yeah. he was Tevin, the voice of an almost a generation. He was this close to being that dude. He was, and then just like Usher came, it's like sliding yeah, and, through and just took it. And Usher was fourteen. I'm like, damn, Usher, know, you fuck this grown man's career all the way up, dog. I think and, it wasn't well, Tevin Campbell a kid too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He oh, was oh I'm sorry. At the time, of course, what am I talking about? I guess in in the early nineties, they're both teenagers. Yeah. I think more people nowadays know him from a throwaway line in a Wu Tang Clan song. Probably. Or nostalgic uh, peop, uh, young youngins uh, learning about a Goofy movie for the first time. God, Eye to Eye is so good. How did slammer. I pick that? Oh, yeah, as I soon blew as you get, as soon as you said hip hop and R and B, I was like, Eye to Eye. Great <laughs> Last job, pick, Eye to Eye. Great job. That is my jam. It's a heater. Ugh. It's a heater. And also, God. I like the idea of the plot of the movie. You could you could contextualize a Goofy movie as uh, that song's so good, a son is willing to ruin his relationship with his dad to hear it live. That's how I read it. But then, but then his dad does a dope ass dance with power lines. So that's true. That's true. And his and, and his mom's got to be dead. So you know that sucks. Well, it is a Disney movie. Um, <laughs> I think that's the subtext of, of Goofy. I ain't never seen no Goofy mama. Guys, we did it. Another another well worked out draft. Ugh. Good good job by all. Uh, I I'm, think I'm, I think special shout out to me for being so prepared too. I'm happy to go that, into my season with my team. I'll be honest. Let's, let's, <laughs> I, I'm featuring all. It's like all uh, multiple artist songs. So I'm I'm deep. Have I have a, a deep. Yeah, I was gonna say. Seriously, you have a football team. You got a 53 man <laughs> roster over there, dude. 53 man. All right. So real quick, let's recap our list. Uh, I have uh, fight the power, pump it up. Uh, Independent Women Part 1, Sunflower, and All the Stars. I don't know why I laughed when you said Independent Women Part 1. John, I deleted my list as I said. <laughs> so. All right, we won't do the recap. If you give me a second, nah, Nodder right. can go ahead. Okay, I'll do my list. And I'm just going to shake my phone until it's I'll slowly say my everything. list. <laughs> my list was Deep Cover from the movie Deep Cover. Wild Wild West from the movie Wild Wild West. Morris Brown from Idlewild uh, by Outcast. Shake Your Tail Feathers by the St. Lunatics. And Eye to Eye, Tevin Campbell. Perfect, Nodder. Thank you. And, and my list, in no particular order, was <laughs> uh, Hit Him High, mm-hmm. Forever, mm-hmm. Murder Was the Case, Yep. Best of Me Part 2, uh-huh. And grand finale, and I think I got you that in it. order. You did. You did. You <laughs> Why did would the job. list come back out of order? <laughs> because it's on my phone in no particular order in my ah, notes. Gotcha. See, because ah, I came prepared. Gotcha, gotcha. Shout out to "Lose Yourself." That's another song that's in the movie. I love that we didn't bring that up. To be frank, I'm really proud of us. Yeah, <laughs> good <laughs> job. You. Good job, us. Not doing um, that. All right, dad, so spaghetti. Uh, Sorry. That's gonna do it for us. Uh, we gotta do some last looks. Nader, what are you recommending for the streamers? Uh, in the vein of our uh, DMX episode, I'm gonna recommend that everyone goes and watches "Get On Up," 
the James Brown biopic starring uh-huh. uh, the uh, the uh, now passed away Chadwick Boseman on Netflix. And Get shout on out to Anthony Hopkins. Uh, <laughs> well deserved. Uh, move, Sean, your move recommendation. On. Move on. Uh, I watched a, a, a documentary while I was recovering from my second dose called The Last mm-hmm. Blockbuster. Yeah. And that was fun. That was a fun watch. But also, I'm going to recommend uh, the okay. Shira, the, the Shira series on Netflix because it's. What great. is that? What is that? What Shira is the and the Princesses of Power. Is it's that a, a cartoon? Phenomenal five season animated feature. It's great. We watched it with the family. The child loved it. The wife loved it. And I'm I into loved it. it. John loves cartoons. Love them. Can't get enough of them. I'm recommending the. Uh, the movie that uh, was uh, featured at the Oscars and had some people consider a very good acceptance speech from Thomas Vinterberg, Another Round, which is uh, a movie about a bunch of teachers being drunk for a long period of time. It's available on Hulu. <laughs> and, and then they give the kids uh, alcohol, and, well, they, and then that kid goes to medical school. It's only one kid, and he needed yeah, it. Yeah, but he um, nailed it. <laughs> uh, very good uh, Danish movie. Danish cinema is also very underrated. Sean, where can people find you on the internet should you choose to be found? Uh, I can be found, but I'm hiding on Reddit, so good luck finding me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you choose not to be found. Well, Donna, I, kinda, be- I got rid of my stuff. I'm, right, you, I'm you, reeling from Sean's filibustering right now over his social media. <laughs> Sean, you watched the uh, social experiment. What's I watched the the social experiment and uh, failed. Not that I not that I deleted my accounts, but I got them off my phone, so no more apps, and I just don't participate anymore. That is the most well, long winded way of saying no I've ever heard, Sean. <laughs> Nader, you invited me on this podcast. Of <laughs> kind of invited yourself. Uh, <laughs> Nader, where can people find? Where can people follow us? They can follow us on Twitter. That's at the stream underscore pod. They can follow us on Instagram. That's at the stream pod. And they can they can email us songs if you want to submit a song for the intro. That's yeah, at the stream at gmail That's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, we still don't have a. Uh, we haven't landed on a good way to end an episode. Never, not a once. Mm, we had a little bit of a run, and then Nader made me feel bad about it. <laughs> I did. And I do still feel that way. <laughs> say something funny, John. Uh, yeah, see. That's real fan. It, yeah, yeah. We can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, because Nodder's offended. The white guy's trying to make him perform. <laughs> Uh, so I think uh, Fresh Pod Go Fuck Yourself is the thing we worked out. <laughs> I'll take it. Fresh Pod you, Go Fuck Yourself? The, yeah, you've said it before. <laughs> oh, all right. Fresh pod, go fuck yourself. All right, we got to think of something. <laughs> I thought, and here I thought that was it. No, I'm. that's going to be it. Oh, <laughs> you just... guys should say something along the lines of like, and we'll see you down the stream. Well, I did um, once. We'll see you uh, on the couch and not our veto that immediately. I think down the stream is better than on the couch, to be frank. Yeah. See you down the but stream. That... But it's not a real stream. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Yeah, but metaphors are incredible. Whatever. (laughs) Like you've ever written a song, John. Let's keep it between the songwriters here, okay? (laughs) I like that you said like you've ever written a song before. (laughs) See you next week, everybody. Bet y'all haven't written a song before. X 
gon' give it to ya Wait for you to get it on your own X gon' deliver to ya Knock, knock, open up the door, it's real With the non-stop pop-up from stainless steel Go hard getting 